Today's devotional message is a little different than most because I've been watching a series of videos on YouTube from the NDI people. Yeah, I didn't know what NDI stood for either, but it means near-death experience. These videos are about a half hour of people telling what they've gone through, you know, some kind of trauma or illness, accidents, and they have died for a time, and then they've returned from the dead to tell their story of what they saw and heard. And you know how on YouTube you, you see a thumbnail, catches your attention, and then a few hours later, you emerge wondering, well, where'd the time go? Now, I am not recommending that you go and watch any of these videos, but having said all of this and what I'm going to say next, I'm sure that some of you will be, you know, your curiosity peaked and you just got to go down that same rabbit trail. Fine, I can't stop you. I'm just not recommending it. But what I am saying is that I'd like to share my response to having watched several of these videos because the feeling that it created in me well, those feelings were surprising, and the questions that it stirred up in me, well, it all seemed worth exploring. While there are many different people from different backgrounds, some previous Christians have that faith, and others were atheists, and some were nothing at all, every one of those who told a story had the exact same emotional response that, without, ex without exception, they all experienced love and peace beyond measure as they retained their conscious mind exiting from this life going to the next. Most encountered God and interacted with Him, and this encounter, of course, changed them. And, and of course, all of them returned to their bodies that they lived in and resumed their life. And after having a near-death experience, all of them were at peace with dying and had a newfound relationship with God. Each person, of course, had their own particular in, in, uh, variations to this story, but all of these common elements were there. I found their stories very engaging, but it left me with many questions like, wait, what? Why did the atheist get to go see God? Why did he feel so loved and at peace? Why didn't he go straight to hell, or at least feel the heat and be warned to turn from his unbelief? You know, like the story that Jesus told of the, the rich man and the poor man who both died. The poor man, he goes straight to paradise where he was at Abraham's side. But the rich man, he went straight to hell where he was in such torment that he called out to Father Abraham, have Lazarus dip the tip of his finger in water and come cool my tongue. I'm in such agony here. But Abraham said, no way. You had your comfort in the riches of the world. This poor man had only suffering. Now he is comforted. And when the rich man said, well, then send somebody to tell my brothers about this awful place so that they will be warned. But again, Abraham said, oh, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he protested, send somebody else. Well, Abraham answered, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, then they will not listen to someone who's even come back from the dead. 
Oh man, that was quite a, quite a story. And it's, it's a sobering story from Jesus, but a story nonetheless, and was not intended to teach us everything that awaits us once we die. And for this particular man who in real life died for a short time, he found himself not in hell, but in God's very gracious presence, was then sent back from the dead as a witness. Amazing! And who knows who will hear his story on YouTube and also believe. But again, if people won't listen to the Bible, will they take his story seriously either? One would hope they would, but who knows? So I have one big question from this man's real-life encounter with the Creator. Why was God so nice to him? Why did he get to experience God's love and peace? I know, because he was an atheist, right? Well, while I was having those thoughts and questions, the words came to my mind that were from the sermon series of hard questions. You know, the one we just did? Uh, you remember the week when the question was, why do you begrudge my generosity? If you remember the story that was told by Jesus, it was, it was about a landowner who went out to find workers for his vineyard all throughout the day, and even at the very last hour of the day, he still hired workers. And you will remember that those who were hired first, when it came time to get paid, they complained because they got the same pay. You know, I get why they were upset when I watched this atheist who died and God just welcomed him into his presence as if he'd been working hard all of his life in the kingdom of God and been a believer his whole life. He didn't deserve such grace and love. He never wanted it or wanted God, and yet there he was receiving both. Yes, it changed him, but come on, uh, who was he and why did this happen? I I actually had all those kind of thoughts, and it gave me a chance to think about and think through, well, why I thought I deserved God's grace and love more than this man. After all, you know, I have been working longer and just, you know, and he just got in. Yes, I, I think I do begrudge God's generosity in that particular case. But it was this same generosity, of course, that welcomed me into God's presence. It was the same undeserved love that I too received and continue to receive. He encountered God face to face in a near-death experience, but I have encountered Him and even live with God in a close, intimate relationship in which I have had the privilege from childhood on to be near Him, hear His voice, follow Him, worship, pray, and, and live in His way of truth and goodness and love my whole life. This man has been without all of these blessings most of his life, and I've never been without them. Yes, we've both been paid the same amount of God's grace in Jesus, but there is a great blessing in having known God and loved Him and relied on Him for the whole life. I don't need a near-death experience to prove anything, for I hear Moses and the prophets and the voice of the Good Shepherd Himself, Jesus, and I follow because the Holy Spirit has graciously given me faith and life eternal. 
and you do as well. You hear his voice in the scriptures and you follow. You need not fear death, for the one who loves you brings you peace now, peace that cannot be taken away from the, for the one who truly died and rose again. Jesus, your, your Savior, gives you this true peace that cannot be taken away. Well, with that in mind, I hope to see you all in Bible study and worship this weekend. Oh, and remember that on Saturday we have our trunk of treat out at Maple and on Sunday out at Tyler. Hope to see you all there.